Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. All right. Welcome to another episode of the You Glow Nurse podcast, friends. I'm so happy you're here. We have another amazing conversation with Coach Laurel, friends and coach, uh, transition coach, and we're going to get mo- more into that in our conversation. But I just want to say welcome and thank you all for joining us for season four. We've been talking about purpose and and following our passion, our dream, and maybe you've fallen off in your nursing career, but I hope throughout this this season, you've gotten some fuel to motivate you forward to know, hey, I need to maybe take a step back. Maybe I need to do some self-care, some reflection, some meditation, lean on my community. And now you're ready. You're regrouping and you're ready to move forward in your passion. You're ready to add to healthcare and show up in, in the different ways that nurses do. That's what we do. And the crazy thing is, you know, Life has its up and da- ups and downs, and I don't really believe in this work-life balance that people proclaim and talk about. That balance is this this thing that we're always trying to achieve, this never-ending goal. Like there is a, a work-life flow, you know. There there's ebbs and flows in our life, and it's up it's up to us to 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 roll with the roll with the punches, uh, uh, and 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 just lean into the season that we're in, the ups and downs, wherever we're at in our life and, and to, to give our best to show up. And then knowing when to step back and take a break, take a pause. Okay. Maybe I'm, I need some rest in this season and, and knowing when to move forward and really being able to be self-aware. And, and that's how we get closer to our purpose path in this journey. Everything that we're doing, everything we're experiencing is just leading us closer and and it's equipping us for what we need to go forward in, in our purpose and our passion. So I hope you've gained a lot of tools that you can use and you're not only just listening, but you're being active doers, actively putting into work and doing the work that that you need to to become the the nurse wellness leader you're meant to be. That's that's what my purpose is to 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 encourage, to motivate and to inspire um, you and your and your purpose path, y'all. So it's going to be another amazing conversation. Um, and so don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave me a comment. Let me know any of your takeaways so far from season four. What have you learned? What are you sharing with others? Who are you bringing along with you? Tag your nurse bestie, bestie in the comments below and let me know um, your, your biggest takeaways from the season four, y'all. So I want to bring in our our special guest and she is a friend, a real life friend. I get to hang out with her and I get to just glean from her knowledge. Uh, coach Laurel Woods is a certified life transition coach who specializes in coaching women through entire pivot process in their both career and entrepreneurship. She is also the entrepreneurship program director at YWCA Houston. Most importantly, and best of all, she is a new and first time mom. 
please welcome Coach Laurel on the episode, on the podcast with me again for the second time. Hey, friends. Hello. Hi, friends. Hi, guys. I'm so glad you're here. I'm, I'm so happy to catch up and, and just glean from your knowledge and just hear more about just all the things that you've been up to. And then this new transition as mommy, a first-time oh. mommy. Well, one, you know, I love our conversation, so I'm so happy to hang out with you too. Um, but yes, I have made the big transition to motherhood this year, um, and that is the biggest transition I've ever made in life. Mm. <laughs> um, the biggest, the, and I've transitioned so many times in life, career, personal, what have you, right? But motherhood was the biggest and probably will just be the biggest forever going forward. Because I mean, not only does your day-to-day change, you do have, you know, a baby, but you as a person, as a woman changes so much, even I think the next day actually, or the moment when the baby's born, you just, you're different. You're new forever going forward. And that was the biggest change of all. So Coming on again now in this uh, season of motherhood, this is this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last we talked, you know, I was just running my fitness business, so a lot has changed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Last time we spoke, we had you on the podcast. You were sharing about your fit fitness uh, business, the fitness coaching, and how you were helping others stay fit and healthy. And and then you kind of alluded to something new that was coming, something mm-hmm. new that was. Uh, coming. Uh, so I, I'm excited to hear more about it. So, and you already shared transition, the word transition. So I want to dive into that a little bit more. What is transition, the word, the definition to you and how are you helping your clients through it? Uh, yeah. So transition for me, it means going from one space to another. And I just leave it at that because that can mean anything. Right. It could it could mean transition um, from one lifestyle to the next or into motherhood or a career or what have you. Right. So it's moving from one space um, to the next. And my my coaching, I realized after coming out of motherhood and or not coming out of motherhood, but after my big transition, I had a space and time where um, I was able to kind of think what did I want to do now? Right. What did I want? I I left fitness once I became pregnant. Um, (laughs) I I left fitness and that was the time where I was saying something, something was brewing. Right. And I was transitioning, but I just didn't know into what I didn't know um, where I was headed or anything. I just knew something was happening. Something was brewing. Um, I didn't know it was motherhood, but then also a shift in business. And that was a shift in coaching. So I wear many coaching hats, as you know, I've coached, um, you know, lifestyle, uh, fitness, and now I'm coaching career and entrepreneurship. Um, And and every time I'm coaching someone um, or or uh, the lane that I'm coaching in is always dealing with transitions. It's always helping people navigate the space in between leaving one space and going to the next. Um, and so going through my own personal transitions, it's really helped me understand that it really takes a step by step process to navigate that space of transition. And so that's where I'm at with helping women um, transition in career and entrepreneurship at this time. And eventually I will help them um, in other spaces as well. But that's the space that God has transitioned me into in this current season. 
Yes, friend. And you are glowing through it, growing <laughs> and glowing through it. Like that's, that's, that's something that I've learned and I've, uh, I've witnessed and I've been able to observe in your life as a friend, being able to just sit back and watch and, and see how my friend is growing and, and glowing through it. Like that's what we're doing here on the podcast. Uh, life has its transitions. Life has its ups and downs. Life has its lessons and blessings, but it's up to you on how you perceive it and how you, you, okay. How, how you're going to, your ownership of it, your, mm -hmm. your personal responsibility to see that, Hey, this is a growing season and I'm going to, I'm going to shift. I'm going to move. It's a transition. Um, and, and then moving on to that next, that next space, like you said. So I love that definition to just, Hey, it's a space from one, from point A to point yes. B. How do you get there? That is the transition, yes. like easy peasy, because we all experience transitions. We are all going through a tra transition at some point. And it doesn't have to, like we were sharing earlier, it doesn't have to be like this huge transition. Oh, into motherhood, changing uh, careers or what have you. It can be a small transition like, okay, I need to rest. I need to add more movement. I need to see a therapist. That that can be huge though. Mm -hmm. Seeing a therapist, you know, transitioning, like I need to learn to say no, I need to lessen my hours at work, like transitions happen all around us. And I love that you're helping others navigate that. And for nurses, we're such givers, we're such on the go, sometimes we operate in autopilot. And we just get into the nursing field thinking like, hey, I'm going to save the world. This is what I'm going to do. This is what it's going to look like. Um, and then you get into it. And it's like this, this reality check, like, no, actually, especially through COVID, this is what it's looking like now. Mm -hmm. And through COVID is where I realized, hey, the way I was operating before was not serving me. So there was a transition there for me. And for many nurses, COVID brought out so many entrepreneurs, so many innovators, so many leaders taking what they experienced in COVID and using it in the next transition. So what is one way that you're using this transition period? Like, how are you using it to, to, to help someone in the next period? How are you using your transition? Like somebody that may be going through a transition right now and they're like, oh, it's ugly, it's hard, it's, it's unbearable. Like, I don't know if I can, can come out of this. How are you helping people come out of transitions and, and use it for the next season? Yeah. Um, so the first step to transitioning is having awareness of a shift um, or you can either create one. That's another thing, too. You can you can be so tired of something or have a burning desire for something that you create the transition yourself. Mm. And whether you create it or whether it's naturally happening, the first step is always awareness of it and then reflecting on it. What's going on? Where am I headed? Where do I want to go? Right. Have some time with that. And then the next step is creating. Once you figure out where you're going or what season you're in, what is this transition? Right. Um, then you would you want to develop some kind of plan. Uh, and this is your transition plan, your pivot plan, as I like to call it. Um, you want to devise a plan to, so that you'll follow that. And that's your navigation plan for that, that space in between point A and B. You're, you're figuring out what are the things I need to do in that space. And so that's where I, I help uh, my ladies get clarity on, on their shift, their, their nudge. You know, sometimes we can feel this nudge. It's like something is poking at me. 
I just don't know what it is. Um, and so I, I help women who, who have a nudge and they don't know what that nudge is. So we have to sit down and we have to get clear on that nudge. What's happening? What thoughts are coming up um, on their own? It's always about what's going on in the natural flow of things, things that are just flowing all on their own. We have to stop and, and, and look at it and see what's actually happening. And I always say, put up a whiteboard and then step back and, you know, kind of look at everything as a whole, write it down and then step back, you know? Um, and so that's a, a big piece of my coaching is really helping um, my ladies get clear on what's going on in their life, um, getting clear on, you know, what season they're in, what season they're going into. Um, we talked earlier about all the different types of seasons. Um, you can be transitioning into a quiet season. And I think that's something that's not really talked about um, because we have a lot of adults who, when they find themselves transitioning into a quiet season. And a quiet season is nothing's going on, literally nothing. Work is work. You're not really progressing or going anywhere um, career-wise or uh, let's see, personally, you're just stagnant. You're not really growing. It's just a quiet season. Nothing is going on. Everything just looks the same always, right? And so you're going into a space where um, quiet seasons are always uncomfortable, honestly, because it's quiet. Anything could come up in this time and you don't know what's going to come up. So that's a little, you know, it, it could it could uh, provoke anxiety or fear, you know, of the unknown or uncertainty. Um, and so it's really understanding where are you and where are you going, you know? And if you are going into a quiet season, that's cool. That's where you're headed. And, and you're going to go through many quiet seasons. So why not learn how to navigate the quiet seasons or or why not learn how to navigate, you know, transitioning from, you know, uh, one way of thinking to the next way of thinking or one way of doing things to the next way of doing things, breaking habits. Right. So um, that's in a whole, in a nutshell, that's kind of that's how I help um, women through their transition process is figuring out where they are and then devising a plan and following that plan and then updating mm. it again, following the natural flow. Okay. I've been working on this plan. Now this has come up. Cool. Let's look back at it and see what's going on. And that's how it's, it's just all about navigating and everything is a system. Everything operates in a natural system. And so when you're creating something, you have to put a system in place. And that's that's what we're doing over here on the pivot uh, side is putting systems in place and, and operating them and moving forward. Now, this doesn't mean just because you put a plan together and you're navigating your in-between space. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to feel good, even though a plan is in place. But because the plan is in place, it kind of keeps you grounded, knowing that I'm doing mm. I'm doing something. I'm going somewhere. Right. And so you don't have to. Um, lean on too much of the negative side of things, you can say, well, at least I have a plan and I'm getting up and I'm just following that plan. And that plan is going to take me somewhere because I did create some kind of end goal. Um, and so as long as I just follow this, I should reach my end goal. So not to say don't don't ignore your feelings, right? Like don't ignore your feelings in this, but having that plan just keeps you grounded in the space of um, being uncomfortable in a transition. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such good things and the work that you're doing and helping people transition. Like, 
Oh, so many great things. Just I hear a lot of like self responsibility, like taking ownership. And that's something that I'm big on, like as nurses, as caregivers, as big as we're part of this whole healthcare thing. Like there is some personal responsibility that we can work on the work that we can do within um, so that we can better affect the change that we want so that we can show up the way that we want as the givers and the movers and the shakers. There are some things that we should work on, you know, the self-care thing. And I just love it. It's it's so many great gems. Just where where do we start? Like how do we <laughs> how do we break it down? Because um, we will experience different seasons and different times. I love that you talked about quiet seasons and learning uh, just to just to navigate, like own it, own it mm-hmm. wherever you're at. Own your transition. Own it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's comfortable and it doesn't feel good. Or maybe it does feel good. That's cool too, right? Like, I, yeah. if all transitions could feel good, I mean, we'd be running through them, right? But they yeah. not all, you know, feels good. But transition, transitioning is okay and it's necessary. Yeah. It's necessary. So why are some reasons? Yeah, yeah. So why are some reasons that transitions don't feel good? Like, is it something in our psyche as humans, as 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 people of habits like that we don't like about transitions? And like, how can we we better have this uh, attitude and mindset as we you know, hey, life is going to happen. Like, how can we navigate that a little bit easier? Oh, yes. Uh, I think what makes transitions uncomfortable is something. Something about a transition is it's like letting go and letting Ooh. go, even even if you want to let go, it's the act of letting go that's kind of hard. And that I find it really hard when I'm going through like a um, a personal transition where I'm like, oh, I'm shifting inside. I'm starting like my thoughts are changing or like maybe things um, inside are being revealed to me and I'm like super uncomfortable about it. Um mm-hmm. And I know I need to change and I want to change. So I know a transitioning, a shift is happening, but I'm always uncomfortable because it's it's like saying goodbye to, you know, your old self or your old ways. Yeah. You want to is there's this like sadness in that. So that's a piece mm-hmm. of why it's uncomfortable. Um, another reason why transitions um, can be uncomfortable, because, again, maybe you don't know where you're headed. You're just mm-hmm. you no. Know, know you're going somewhere and we all would like to know where we're going right like we we always want like god if you can sit down on my bed and tell me what i need to do and what's my purpose and where i need to go and all the, all the things um we'd love that but it's not knowing where you're going and feeling the nudge mm. already, it's literally like someone's pushing you on the shoulder like, hey 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 i love that nudge yes <laughs> You're like, please, what is it? You know, so um, being uncomfortable of just uh, uncertainty and, and the unknown. Um, and it just depends on the season and where you're headed. Because, again, some transitions you can be you can be going somewhere from, let's say uh, you fulfilled uh, the career that you're in. You're, you're saying, OK, I, I feel like I've done all that I can do in this field. I'm, I'm leaning towards another space. So now you're inspired, you're motivated, you're you know, you're driven to move into another space even though it's a space you've never been in, right? So now you're not that uncomfortable because you're so eager to get to a new space. So the uncomfortableness can come when transitions come out of nowhere, right? You don't know that they're coming. They can literally show up the next day and it's like, hey, you're going to be in a space where 
you know, you're going somewhere else and it's going to be a little while because you have to figure out where you're going and reflect and all the things, right, of, of transitioning. So, um, yeah, that's what makes transitions, you know, uncomfortable and or comfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. And, and just to speak to that beginning part of like the letting go, like, oh, that that's so true. And and it speaks to also that self-awareness. I, I mean. You you and I both know, like, our stories, our background, my testimony, girl, like, (laughs) I have not always been a person that was very self-aware. I was not very self-aware and just kind of operating on autopilot, especially when I got into nursing. I wanted to just help others and put everyone else first. And that was just like this ingrained kind of like uh, mindset that I had, like, that's what nurses do. That is how we show up and this is what it looks like. And so there wasn't a lot of reflection and there wasn't a lot of self-awareness. Well, how am I feeling today? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what are what are some things that aren't helping me? And why why do I feel that way? And like, what is something that I can work on? And so a big um, way that I had to kind of shift out of that and, and let go of some things was this that mindset, like putting everyone first, being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And it's still something that I struggle with. And when I see it come up, it's like, I see it. And my therapist is, she kind of helps me work through it. It's like, catch it, change it. And then something else, catch it, name it and change it. So it's a process of being aware. And, and, you know, and, and, and I just, I'm just so thankful. God has brought me to this place where I'm like, I'm being aware, but I'm not being hard on myself. I, I'm not being overcritical. Like, yes, I had these people pleasing tendencies. And yes, I had this. This, this this pride that I had to deal with, you know, but now I'm changing it. Now I'm identifying it. And and now that I'm identifying it, I, I, I see the transition. I see the way that I'm thinking is, is, is changing and it's evolving and I'm, and I'm creating new mindsets and it's been uncomfortable to kind of identify it and then let it go. Like that was not serving you, sis. And, and, and it's crazy because when you identify and you're like, dang, that's how I was thinking. That's how I was operating. I was, you know, that's the hard part for me. The hard part of letting go is like, oh, dang, I was really that for 30 plus years, I had been operating this way. So sometimes it pops up, you know, and so now the self-awareness, I'm growing out of it. Now it's like, okay, how do we put together this plan and, and stay on this plan? Like, these are the goals. This is the, 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 the path I want to go to, how do we keep that consistency going? How do we keep that motivation going when, okay, you do, you're doing the work, but okay, now, like, how do we bring it into completion and, mm-hmm. and act it out every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, what's important in the transition phase is actively showing up in it, whether it's, <laughs> you said that earlier. Yes. Whether it's uncomfortable you know, showing up looks different though. It, it means anything, right? It, it showing mm. up could um, mean, you know, resting. That's, you know, maybe you're somebody who doesn't know how to sit down, take a seat. <laughs> so when you realize, you you know, you've hit a wall somewhere and you're like, okay, I'm in this shift. What can I do in this shift? I need to sit down, right? So it can look like anything, but you have yeah. to actively show up, actively participate in your transition. Um, one thing I 
what that came up in me um, when you mentioned that uh, you you were shifting from uh, kind of like a way of being with like pride and being a people pleaser and just all these personal things. One thing that came up for me, even in my own personal transition, was having um, having shame for the way that you were. Right. Mm. Sometimes that shame could be could lead to two things. It could lead to you like like a lead you down a negative path. Right. You're so shameful. You feel so bad for uh, being a certain way or uh, having certain habits or um, maybe being in a space that you had no business being in. And that that's a whole nother uh, <laughs> whole nother conversation. Uh, another therapy session. Yeah. Okay. Like that could be that, you know, but there, there's a shame that could keep you stuck or, or send you down a negative path. And then there's a shame that kind of moves you and enlightens you to transition and going mm. else. Um, but I say that because that that's what came up for me uh, personally. I'm in a personal transition, not only professionally at this moment, but also a personal one. Um, and that was part of the uncomfortableness for me in the, in the uh, transition space was having shame for um, just being a certain way, having pride yeah. in certain, you know, areas or um, doing things that don't serve me uh, or, or not necessarily serving others, right. In a way that it should. Mm. Um, so I, I just wanted to highlight that because um, sometimes that could weigh on us in our transitions, um, depending on what it is, depending on what season you're in um, that, that guilt and shame of, of where you are or where you're leaving could mm. make that the in-between space a little heavy and, you know, so um, if you are transitioning personally, just know having the self-awareness and the reflective time um, is really what's going to push you forward. So don't lean too much on, um, you know, the space that you're leaving. So Yeah. And if it and if it does come up, you know, like and I'm glad that you highlighted that because it does, you know, we're we're talking about self-awareness and things like that. But then nobody talks about like, OK, well what about those feelings that come up mm-hmm. or when you're being self-aware? Because I think that's why a lot of people self-medicate, you know, yeah. a lot of people want to uh, deal and cope with those feelings that come up when they're more self-aware uh, that are negative and they, they cope in a certain way. And I've been guilty of that too. You know, nurses, we like to party, we drink hard, we go out, we're jumping in and out of relationships. Well, me, my personal testimony, um, you know, uh, just, just deflecting. These are ways that we cope. And like you said, the shame can either lead you to a negative path where you're coping in all these ways, um, or it can motivate you forward. And so there's one or two things that come up for me when there are those negative things that those, that negative path, if it does come up for you, anybody that's watching that's listening, Hey, you don't have to do that on your own. Mm-hmm. You can ask for help. There's therapy there. there. It doesn't have to be a shameful place. Okay. Like how can I get out? What are the resources that I can use? Therapy is huge. Therapy and Jesus. Look, that is yes. where I got my healing. It Thanks. came from therapy and Jesus, yes. you know, because I did go down that shameful road. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about what you're talking about, what you're highlighting is the shameful, the shame that pushes you forward. Now, these feelings that we have are all part of what God has given us. He, he gives us these feelings. He gives, it's not all just like, something that we have to avoid, that we have to cope with, with alcohol, with drugs, with, with just pride or whatever, you know, just self-hatred or whatever. 
we can also navigate those and move those forward. And that's what coaching does. Mm-hmm. Being with a coach, we motivate, we move you forward. And I love that. That's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about here now. Like some people get it confused with a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Yes. Therapy is helpful. It helps you with the past, maybe those negative feelings moving in and, you know, backwards, you know, helping you in the past. But coaching is a forward motion. It is a forward fueled motion and how we're going to empower you forward, how we're going to put together the plan. What are the things within you? What are the resources you have? And really bringing that out of our clients and our patients. And, and I love what coaching does. And, and just like I told you before, um, I just took my CEs. These are my continuing education class. And I just had this wave of like, oh, coaching. It is a wonderful tool. It is a, a great resource. And I wish that all a lot of people in healthcare would um, would maybe take some time to invest into that because it's, it's this forward motion of how can we plan together? How can we brainstorm with the clients? How can we empower the client and not just be deemed the expert in the know-it-all like our client our patients also have the tools within them just the work that I do with myself like I have the tools within me I have the resources within mm-hmm. me. the the work that I've done the the path that I've been on I've been able now to use that to help my clients and my patients so I love that you're highlighting that and like how we can move forward. And that's what this podcast is all about. How can we transition forward in a positive way? So so let's talk about your latest transition. You alluded to it earlier in motherhood. What have been some things that you've had to work through as an entrepreneur, as a as a mom? You know, what are some things and some ways that you're you're practicing self-care in this new in this new season? Oh, yes. So as I said before, this was the biggest transition for me. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't have, um, I'm, I'm grateful I didn't have a postpartum depression, but I did have what they call the baby blues um, and mm. right after, you know, you, you deliver. And I think I had that for about two weeks where this sadness just came over me. Like I was just sad. I didn't feel any, you know, way towards my daughter or anything like that, but it was just, I just was crying. I was crying just nonstop. I didn't, I didn't have any words for it. I was just crying. And, and I was in that transition. I mean, I've already transitioned into motherhood because I've given birth and everything like that, but I'm still transitioning in those early stages because this is new for me, right? Like waking up and having to take care of a baby first. And, you know, maybe you're now last, you know, for, for the day that's different. You know, it's so different. And so one thing that I'm learning um, in motherhood right now is um, being okay with being first or last, just making sure that there you make some time and in that time could, you know, I've been enjoying my showers a lot lately. (laughs) That's one thing I've learned in this transition is honestly being grateful um, for the small things. And, and that means if I have, you know, um, maybe five to 10 minutes to shower. Well, I'm grateful that one, I can get in the shower, but I'm going to make the shower a good one. The water's going to be hot. Okay. I'm going to get my eucalyptus going on. I just put a speaker in there. Right. So it's new ways to take care of myself. And that's what it is. Uh, because I, now I have to uh, show up differently and show up at different times, you know, than I would have before, because before I can show up at any time, 
but now I have to find the right time and the best time. And, and honestly, uh, you know, just be okay with that. One thing that I was really nervous about when I transitioned into motherhood was, um, was the feeling of, I no longer can. I no longer can do that. No longer can do that. You know, you hear that a lot, which is true. Some things you just you can't do anymore, right? Like, you know, and yes, there's it's sad. It is sad because you're letting something go. I'm no longer able to do that. But instead of dwelling on that, it's now, okay, well, how do I you know, navigate this new way of doing things. Now, now I have to, uh, it, it helps you appreciate things more, right? You're like, okay, I'm, I'm just grateful. I can just get this a little bit. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll get into it. Right. Um, so the transition into motherhood has been very interesting. Um, it's, you get real creative <laughs> before, but now I'm like, I'm really creative. We've got to figure things out. How can I make this easy, you know, for myself and everything? Mm. Um, I like what you said about um, the the balance and just letting it be a flow and not try to like mm. put something in place. Just let it flow and find out what works and do that. Just do it, you know. And that's kind of where I'm at. I'm trying not to apply too much pressure on myself as a mm. mother. Um, and I now understand that motherhood really is its own thing and only mothers will understand certain things. And that's just what it is, you know, and now becoming that I'm like, ah, okay, I get it. You know, ultimately you are doing the best that you can do, but it's important that you still show up for yourself in motherhood. And that was one thing that I made. Um, I made a promise to myself at least that I, I will always um, show up for myself, no matter how it looks. If me showing up for myself is on a small scale, well, hey, I still showed up for myself. It's just the season that I'm in, right? Like my daughter's growing. She's nine months now. Like she's not going to always be like this. So now we're going to roll into another season that I'll have to figure out, well, how do I navigate this one? You know, like how do I, how do I uh, notice the flow and just hop in it? You know, mm. And th that's what it is. It's like finding the flow that's naturally flowing and just jump in. It's like that finding yes. finding Nemo, that part with the uh, turtles. And they're just like, you just got to ride the wave, like get in it, <laughs> get in it and go. And so I'm just kind of figuring out, you know, what's going on right now? What's flowing right now with her and, and I and just doing that. And then whatever the mm. next book comes, I'll see it and I'll get into that. And that's kind of how I'm going. That's how I'm navigating motherhood. I'm just going with the natural flow. I am not applying too much of anything. You know, everyone has experience. We've all been born, right? So it's like our mothers and other women are sharing everything. It's beautiful. Um, but for me in my transition, I am just riding the wave. <laughs> and that's all I'm doing. <laughs> it's so funny. Leaning on the Lord, like, this is your baby, mm. Tell me, you know, equip me so that, you know, I can do what I need to do for her. So, um, yeah, that's how I'm, I'm navigating this uh, new season of uh, motherhood for me. Girl, that's <laughs> so good. That's so good. It's funny that you brought up Finding Nemo because I love watching Disney movies. That's like my self-care thing. I just like, I don't want to watch anything too serious, too much, yeah. like. And I just watch a Disney movie and I chew and that's my self-care. Um, but I love that you're like looking at motherhood like as a flow. And you even said like, Lord, help me with this because this is your child. This is not like just me alone on this mm -hmm. in my space. 
you know, you and I can both, you know, agree on that. Like our faith is so pivotal to any stage that we're in and, you know, you giving it to God, like, Hey, and I heard someone speak about this because I'm not a mother and, but I hope to be, and I look to you as an inspiration friend. And I'm like, you know, all the mothers out there, you are definitely, you know, doing the best that you can. But I was listening to this podcast and it was like, how do you raise children um, in this day and time, you know, and the way that the podcast uh, host answered it was just like the same way that you did like this. You're in charge of God's child, you, but you're not alone in it. Like you're in charge of them for a season, but they're not your all, your be all, your everything, you know, like God is still in control. God is still sovereign and he's the one that's going to work it out. He said, take my yoke. It's light. You don't have to take the yoke of all the pressure. Cause mm-hmm. why do we do that to ourselves? We apply the pressure. We 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 just put on the pressure too much. And he said, take my yoke. My yoke is easy. Yeah. My yoke is is light. Yes. And that's the one that I want to handle. That is what I can handle. <laughs> I need to put it on me. It's light. Yes. Yeah, light, gentle, it's easy. It's yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I had to. I had to go into this, like being really aware and just conscious of how I move as a mother. Um, mm. It does help to um, see other examples, good and bad, right? You can kind of figure out, you know, how do I want to be? Um, and and that's what I had to do. I had to take a step back and because I was afraid of motherhood. Oh, I was mm. terrified. One, I was terrified of just the physical aspect of giving birth. Wow. <laughs> You know, but, you know, once I got over that part, um, you know, I had fear of uh, losing myself and my identity mm. because, I mean, I, I saw that growing up. I've heard it. Yeah. You know, I've seen mothers, you know, share. I lost myself. I just started to take care of my baby and my family and not my, you know, I left myself alone. And all of a sudden years go by. and You're like. I don't have anything. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I like, what I want to do. So I was terrified of running into that. But then I realized that, wait a minute, I'm in charge of that though. Like I can, I can say how this goes. Okay. Right. Like, (laughs) like I'm not in control. Yeah. Like I'm not the head of the household. My husband is, but like in my role and in my space, I, you know, I am the head of nurturing and getting the family together and taking care of that. So that can look like how I want it to look like. Yeah. I had to figure out, well, what do I want motherhood to look like and feel like for me? Of course I'm following the natural flows of it, but I have to kind of have some kind of, um, uh, you know, foundation for it. What, what, what foundation for me, you know? And, uh, I just, told myself, you know, no matter what, just always take care of yourself, no matter what that looks like. If it is a five minute shower, get into that five minute shower. This is my five minute shower. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or uh, anything where I kind of feel like I I can't really pour into myself too much. Right. I do have to take care of my family. Um, But taking care of your family I don't know. It, it as a woman, it really does something to you. It, it you really get mm. oh, you know, God has equipped us and created us just for this alone to be um, a man's helpmate and to nurture mm. His children that come through us. Um, so that's a little bit liberating for me. I'm like, wow, I, I really get to uh, you know lead my household in this area. 
right? This is what I was created to do. And so really getting into that and not looking at the, my life isn't the same. No, don't get me wrong. Definitely have my moments. I had my moments recently. I had a girlfriend um, come into town, one of my best friends, haven't seen her in a long time. Um, and it was just like old times, but it was different, right? I have a baby now. Uh. So I wasn't able to just get up and go right away. I had to like make sure, you know, she's good first. And then, so I definitely had um, some moments, but I got, I got grounded again, just being grateful for, you know, God choosing me uh, to, to be her mother and choosing mm -hmm. me to have this life. Um, and so, you know, you, you'll have to check yourself here and there, but you know, I just, I just got into the fact that I'm just going to go with the flow with things and I'm going to own it and I'm going to be mm. great. Role, and I'm going to be a good steward over this role as a wife and a mother. And, and that's mm. big for me. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and I, I like just going back to what you said, like having your foundations helped you with that. Like, mm -hmm. okay, it's a new season. It's a new time. I have new responsibilities. I have new people dependent on me. I have all of this on my plate. But I'm not going to forget about me. I'm not going to let my goals go out the door. And I've heard that so much. It was, it, it's been crazy because I, I was just talking to a friend about this, a really close friend. And while she was, you know, very, like, just caring about me, she was also worried because I'm in a new season, too. I'm in a new transition. I'm in a new relationship. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're heading towards marriage. That's what we want. And so... She was kind of warning me, you know, don't lose yourself. I know you want to be a mom, things like that, you know. But in the end, I had to remember, like, hey, I get to choose. And I have a partner that is, you know, he knows my goals. We're in a relationship where it's like, you know, God comes first overall. He's the center of it all. He has us all together with that knowledge. Then we can start building our lives with that knowledge, with those foundations. I'm like, okay, God's first. I want to take care of me. I want to love and take care of me first, then my relationship, then my family, you know, and having that foundation, I, I'm going to be able to, uh, to do the things ahead of me, wherever, wherever I'm at in my season, I, I might not be there yet in motherhood, but in this season now I can steward it. I can, I can be a good steward of my single season as I prepare. And, mm -hmm. and, and it just took me back to that conversation right now, what you were saying, uh, with my girlfriend and, you know, you hear all these things. Motherhood seems very scary as well as like, you can't have your career in both. You mm -hmm. can't have the career and a, a, a great family dynamic at home. Like something's going to suffer. But I love that you share, like you just, you make the time. Maybe you don't first, but you make the time and you put in a five minutes, a 10 minutes and you prioritize you, you have your foundations. So what are some of the foundations that you have that have helped you navigate this motherhood season? Yeah. Um, my foundation is actually really basic, right? Like take care of the bare minimums, like at least have that together. Right. First and foremost. <laughs> um, that's what my foundation is. I love that. I love that. You know, like no, people think self-care is so difficult. I'm like, let's, let's keep it basic. Let's, yeah. You know. Like keep it basic. Um, because one thing, I mean, I've, I've always been into self-care even before I had my daughter, you know, I'm, I was into uh, taking care of my skin, taking care of my body, taking care of my mind, taking care of, and it's those things that I, that need to stay no matter what. That's mm, Non-negotiable. Yeah, non-negotiable. Like I, I need to have my closet time, right? I need to. That's prayer journal. What? Sit, stare at the ceiling. I don't know, right? Like I need to. 
I need to have that. I I need to, you know, have a have my uh my my showers and my skincare. I need to take care of myself. Um one thing I love uh, uh that the Lord says is, you know, don't don't let the struggle show. Don't don't let and it's not to be ashamed of what you're going through. Be proud of what you're going through, but still clean up, still show up, still comb your hair and and only only you and I know what's going on, right? <laughs> I love that because it's like no matter you know if I'm having um, a rough moment where motherhood is getting it's a lot to me you know um, maybe I don't have time to do the, my things right it's a week that oh she's just a lot this week you know um, I can still rest in that knowing that I can show up when it's time to show up I will get yeah. up. My hair, I will take care of myself when I have the time to. I'm not going to force it. You know, I'm going, if I see an opportunity, I take it. I take it. Mm. I show up. <laughs> if I don't have that opportunity, that's cool. I, I don't, I don't get to show up today. I'll look, you know, rough, but when it's time to show up and get in front and, and in front of others and what have you, whether that's get in front of my family or get in front of um, just the outside, I'm going to clean up. I'm not going to show yeah. You know, but I'm cleaning up from a place of uh, being happy that, you know, I'm able to do the things that he he's given me. So, yeah, being intentional. I hear you just saying that. I love that word, like being intentional. It's like going back to ownership and just being aware. It's like, okay, how can I how can I use this? How am I how do I want to use this? How do I want to show up like? A lot of time nurses, we just we just run on autopilot. We're nurses, we're moms, we're caregivers in the household, mm-hmm. we're caregivers in the outside. It may feel like I don't have time to show up or be intentional. Found that's extra mental space that I just don't have, the mental capacity that I don't have. I just start with being present. Like just be present. Mm-hmm. Start with two minutes. Start with just breathing. Someone else on the podcast shared that. Like Start with just breathing. If you don't have the capacity, what can you do that's right here in front of you that you don't, it it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. Self-care can be just like, hey, I'm going to go to the restroom. I'll be back. BRB. I'm going to go take my break. I'm going to go breathe. I'm going to order a healthy meal. I'm going to take a water break, you know, whatever it is. And those small things, they're important. Yes, they're, they're so small, but they're important. Like they sound so simple, like a water break, girl, take a water break. But like, no, 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 this water break means something. <laughs> I need a break. Mm. <laughs> I need mm. to hydrate. I need to, this is, this water is going to do things for me. So yeah, the mm. little things, they matter. They matter. Let's not they skip do. over the little things. And it basically it's do what you can when you can. Do what you can when you can. Yeah, like, you know, and if you're not able to show up in a way that you would love to show up, show mm-hmm. Way that you can show up in the moment, right? What what can yeah. you do? What can you getting do? creative? Yeah, getting like creative. Earlier. Just get creative. Like, how can I show up? Even if I I can't show up one hundred percent, but I am able to get you about thirty five. But I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna show up. But I'm you know, the way that hey, you know, so the small the small things they do matter. Yeah, it's that that critical thinking, y'all. As nurses, yeah. we're trained to get it in. How can we figure it out? What does it all mean? Mm-hmm. Taking that information, whatever the process, where are you at? Okay, what can I do now? How can I apply apply this now? What are the things that are within my 
you know, within my power, within my responsibility that I can control? What are with, what is within my control? And then acting from that place and like, okay, I get to. And I love that you shared that earlier. Like those those small shifts in our mindset is really what takes you forward. Like I no longer can. I no longer can show mm-hmm. up this way. But okay, how can I show up? That is an even more empowered thought. And somebody helped me through that, another coach as well. Like, what am I feeling now? But what do I want to feel instead? What can I do to get there instead? You know, taking ownership, taking captive every thought, every mindset, renewing our minds in Christ. Who am I? He called me love. He called me chosen. He called me redeemed. So what can I do? Coming from that space, that, Mm -hmm. that. That's where uh, it's not so much of a, um, what am I trying to say? The the less, like thinking of less, but like more of like, where, where am I coming from? More of an addition. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a, not like a negative space, but being mm-hmm. in a positive space. Like you can make that shift. Our brains need to be rewired sometimes. Yes. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Just <laughs> Actively show up in that rewiring. Do what you got to mm. do to aid in that rewiring process. You know, it's yeah. taking it's taking what you have and putting it in place, right? Mm. You know, or taking it out of the place because it no longer can fit. But it's taking what you have and putting it in certain uh, spots to where it creates something new. It creates some kind of flow. So that's why it's so important when you're in mm. kind of transition to really pull from what you have already mm. and use what you have to then you know create something to where it helps you navigate going into because you're going to use what you have currently whatever that looks like you're going to use what you have currently into the next season it's just going to be used in a way that looks different from how it was used or gained before so, yeah yeah shifting from scarcity to what, what's the other side Scarcity to abundance, abundance, you know, yes. mindset. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord, yeah. for bringing that to my remembrance. Just like that, not that you have less, but like, how can I use this? And that's what coaching is. So I love that we're able to have uh, this conversation and really just highlight, you know, some of those shifts that we can do personally within ourselves, but also what coaches kind of help you do as well. Um, and having that relationship, whether you're in a one-on-one coaching space, whether you're in a group coaching space, like being with others, it like iron sharpens iron. It, it brings it out even more, you know? And, and when you're in a space of like abundance and you're like, okay, I can ask for help. There are people that want to help me. That's what coaches do. Me being a health coach, Laurel being a transition coach, mm-hmm. like there are people that can add to your tool belt already. And it's not that we're like here trying to tell you what to do or, <laughs> or, or, or make you be this certain way. It's like, no, we're, we're trying to pull it out of you. Like, what do you already have and what can you work with and how can we shift that and how can we add to that and how can we elevate that yes, for yes. you in your next season? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure. That's what coaching really is. It's helping you, one, realize what you have and, and mm-hmm. helping you um, use what you have and put it into place for you and, and and pretty much, you know, cheer with you along the way of yeah. where you're going. Like, we're your cheerleaders, you know. Yeah. We, we are here to empower you. We're here to tell you, yes, you can. <laughs> we see it in you. We just want you to see it in yourself and, and put mm. it into place. That's, that's what um, coaches are here for. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, friend, for just sharing, for being about a part of this conversation, for enlightening us, for keeping it real about motherhood and transitions and how we can navigate that going forward. Any last words as we end up uh, our, our podcast episode today? Um, I will just say, be on the lookout for the Pivot Powerhouse. That is my yes. coaching business. Um, I will be helping women through the entire pivot process um, from planning, strategizing, executing uh, their transition into career or um, entrepreneurship. So I will send you all the things when it yes. is I'm not um, official just yet. I haven't launched just yet working on some things, but just know there will be a uh, community around all of this. Um, there will be great lessons and tips to help you navigate uh, your transition from one career to the next, whether you're changing industries or maybe you're leveling up in your career, mm. or if you are wanting to leave your career and go into entrepreneurship. Um, and so I will give you all those things, balance that you can share with your community. Um, and so that is all I want to leave everyone with. Thank you. Uh, and just transition with with ease. You want to make your transition mm. as smooth as possible. So focus on what you need to do in the in-between space. And that is my last and final word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing. We, she gets to share it here exclusively on the You Glow Nurse podcast with Coach Laurel sharing exclusively her new release. So be on the lookout. I just love what you shared. Like, it, we're executing. Mm -hmm. Like, coaches, to even add to what we were saying before, like, we're, okay, yes, we're helping you shift, but we're also teaching you or showing you or, or partnering with you in the execution or making it a lifestyle. And Laurel has helped me in so many ways. Like she's even coached me and helping me in like my transitions and entrepreneurship and, and just everything that I've, I've learned in entrepreneurship, just how to transition. And so it helps to have that, that plan, the execution, the steps mm -hmm. and, and not putting too much pressure on yourself, handling it with ease. With yes. ease. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle. Why yeah. do we have to be so rough? Tough. Yeah. Rough yeah, and tough. The transition and, and other things are already going to be rough as it is. Like, at least you can be gentle, right? So just. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We take naps over here. We take breaks. We take pauses. We're yeah. being kind, but we're yeah. never giving up. We're yeah. never going to stop showing up. That's yes. what it's all about. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Coach Laurel. I look forward to having you again on the podcast and maybe we could do something. Like, we had so much fun today. So I appreciate you. Thank you for having Bye. me. Bye-bye. Y'all, it's been too real with Coach Laurel on the podcast, just sharing her, her story and how she's navigating, how she's transitioning in this time in her life. And as nurses, we can appreciate, we can pick up all the gems because we're always transitioning. Um, and maybe you feel like you don't know if you're ready for a transition. Maybe you're stuck. Like she said, there's always going to be a nudge. There's always going to be a, a, a gut feeling. Maybe you need help in your transition. And if that's you, if, that, if you want to connect with us and, and figure out how to transition, how to better show up for yourself in, in this time, wherever you're at, in your self-care and all of the things, join us. I actually have an accountability group going live, the Healthy Holidays Accountability Group going live until the new year. If you're a busy nurse and you're and you're wanting to show up for yourself and and learn how to transition and, and prioritize your well-being. We're 
We're checking in every day for our health goals, our wellness goals, our nutrition, our fitness goals. And, and, and this group has been really pivotal to, to how we show up in the new year and, and how you're going to bring the new year in. So if you want to join us, go ahead and click the link below. I'm going to share more information on that. Yeah, and, and really just, y'all, how are we going to bring in this new year? It's so important. The things that we're doing now is preparing us for what's ahead. So I really want you to join us. If that's you, nurse, go ahead and click the link below. Y'all, it's been a wonderful season. I think this is going to be our last one, but I made you a solo episode, so I'll keep you tuned. And all the links about Coach Laurel's uh, group and all of the things that she's working on, please see the links below. I can't wait for just to hear about all of the great things that she's got going on, y'all. It's been real. It's been too real. And I thank you. Make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a comment. What are your biggest takeaways from today's episode? It's been amazing, y'all. Make sure you go check out the links below in the show notes for more information on everything we talked about today. I love you all. Be safe, stay warm, and I will see you next time. Bye.